When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today is a really big day. One of the pillars of The Real Housewives of New Jersey is here with us, the most beautiful woman on Bravo, Melissa Gorga. Hi, Melissa. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. I know. I feel like we've been trying to do this or wanting to do this. And I feel like I know that you're a fan of the show, but I'm a fan of your Instagram. Like, I am a huge fan of your Instagram. I feel like you're like every girl's you're saying everything we want to say and you're into like everything I'm into, whether it be sex in the city or JLo and Ben. And I'm just like, she's, I just go right to you. You're like my e-news. Thank you. That is so nice. I'm deep into Ben and JLo. Like deeply. I can't get enough of them. I don't care. I, okay. I don't think it's publicity to you. I think it's real. No, I think it's real. I don't think publicity. No way. You have to be at that age. You have to be insane to go through another. You don't need publicity anymore. Like it's time right. to get happy. You have your money. Go sit on it and look hot together in your 50s mm-hmm. and just live. Like I think so hot is like over for that. Right. Like, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. There was there was like some talk last summer about it being fake. But I was like, I'm such a sucker. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I love them. I'm so deeply invested in them. And then how do you feel about, like, Courtney and Travis? Are you into Courtney and Travis and, you know, I the do. tongues? I, like to, I pay attention to them as well. Um, I feel like I'm probably a little more invested into the J-Lo Ben situation. Courtney, I just feel like I love her to death, too. I feel like she's always been, the like, more of, like, the normal one of the Kardashians, yeah. I would say. Uh, even though I love Chloe, But... I just, they went, they moved really fast. I think I'm into the JLo thing because it was like 20 years later. And that to me is like, 
set it free and it'll find you. Like it's a love story. It's a love story. It's like the love story of the ages. Like no one, no one can touch them in my opinion. But so I just was rewatching this morning because I always, I like revisit a lot of old housewives episodes. Okay. And I, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to dive back. Like I'm going to go back. I'm going to watch Melissa Gorga's first season. No, you did not. I can't even I look at that. I can't look at the pink, sparkly <laughs> I love shenanigans. It. It's so Jersey. I'm obsessed. Do you know what I can say about that, though? And this is the truth. Housewives now is a lot less. In other words, like, let me tell you, the producers don't push it on you as much now. It's really more real, I would say, now than it was 10 years ago. And I'm not saying it was oh, fake really? 10 years ago. But they would definitely push you in certain directions. Like, go uh, during your interview. Go make your lips a little darker. Go add, like, three more necklaces. Go put on a brighter shirt, a more jersey shirt. Like, where now I look at them, I'm like, shut up. I'm wearing black. Get out of the room. And I don't want any jewelry. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and now they allow that. Where before they would really, like, push you to, to, to be jersey. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's funny that you say that because it it you guys look more Jersey, I guess, you know, because at the time, like Jersey Shore was on like it was there was very there was a lot going on in Jersey. There was Jersey Licious. So um, now you guys Jersey Licious, Jersey Shore, the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I actually just went into the city last week and I did. They're doing a special for MTV for the Jersey Shore for all of these decade, like for the decade that they've been on to. Um, so I'll be in that. And it was what they showed me their first season, and I was dying. Like I forgot how how it was it was a hot mess <laughs> yeah intended, but yeah. <laughs> it really it really was it was like I was like wow this was great tv like I forgot what this was like yeah it was so crazy like calling people grenades and like just going to the shore and stuff like do you remember living that life at the shore because you obviously would go yeah, I was just like five years earlier than them because right. obviously I got married young. Like I was 25 when I got married. So it's like I still had that in me. And I would go out with Joe and watch them film at Karma. Like I'd just be out and they'd be right next to me filming like like Snooki would be standing there filming and I would just laugh. And I'm like, oh, my God, I grew up in that. I grew up basically like that with the shore houses, you know, all of us renting one house, which yeah. girl was the whore coming in and out pulling the sheets off the bed because she's going on the beach. I'd be like, I'm freezing. And she'd take the sheets off the bed. Like, it was wild, shore houses. I'm obsessed. Yes. I'm so obsessed. So this past season, you know, I felt was one of the best. And I have to say, like, the fans of New Jersey are, I've never seen anything like it. I've been watching Real Housewives since like 2008. I've been huge fans of every single show, but I've never experienced like fandom like this. Crazy. Is it crazy for you? It is. And it took a while to get used to because I feel like they're more intense than any other reality show, maybe besides the Kardashians. I don't no, 100%. Know. No, no. Kardashians aren't even like this. Like Kardashian fans on social media are like just very celebratory of all of the girls Right. So Phantom of New Jersey is like, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I'm just going to be real. It's Teresa fans. Like they are next level of like invested, like, and so the people who don't fall victim to them, 
which I never will, which I know there's a lot of like bloggers and a lot of people are just like, we know who you are and we know you're going to say the craziest thing and we don't care. Like if you fall, if you play into their game and like back down, then you're, then you're a wuss, you know? So I appreciate all the people that are like, shut up. You're crazy. Get out of here. Like some of them are like, I don't even know what show they're watching. Oh my God. Thank you for saying that because I would say that all the time, you know, watching the show and then because I'd be watching it and then I'd go on Twitter or Instagram and I'm like, are we watching the same thing? And here's the thing, like, I like Teresa, like, I get how people love her, of course, like, she is the one that's a great reality star. Amazing. Amazing. But like, guys, guys, she's wrong. Like, sometimes, sometimes (laughs) Sometimes. she's wrong. Yeah. And insane. It's great. Like the mental gymnastics that they go through to like make her seem right is really crazy. I would almost I would almost respect them more if they were just like, yeah, she's wrong, but I still love her no matter what. Right. Exactly. Like Like, I love to watch her, though. Right. Yeah. I love love it. Exactly. So like but they don't ever say that. (laughs) They don't ever will. Number one. Number two, it's weird because it's like there's that small little group of them or whatever it is that they can be nasty. And I don't mean to pinpoint them. Everyone has their fans. I have my fans. Margaret has her fans. Like Dolores has her fans. But for some reason, they're just a lot nastier (laughs) and like than the rest. And it's like, obviously, who do you think deals with the grunt of that? I mean, obviously it's going to be me, but like, I don't even care anymore. We all just like laugh because it's so out of whack or out of reach sometimes that you're just like, okay, go back in your bubble. Or whatever yeah. you call it. <laughs> the love bubble. Yes. What I find so funny is that the fans on social media are so crazy. But I always say I had this conversation with Pet Shop Boy when I went on his podcast is I was like, New Jersey, you guys feel the most real to me. Right. Like out of any franchise, I feel like you guys are the most like rooted in reality. And like you guys have your kids and like you post on social media just like anybody else does. Whereas like other franchises like Beverly Hills, like they they post like shady shit constantly. I like know. they're always on social media, like going crazy. And I'm like, New Jersey just isn't like that. Mm-mm. It's like very like more chill. I mean, Jennifer kind of like tried to get into that with the whole Instagram situation, but know. I agree with you. I think that we are such a family-based franchise. Totally. We can't play too much on Twitter like that because the truth is my kids are on Instagram. My kids are on Twitter. So are Jennifer's and so are Teresa's. And so, and it's like, we really are more of a family-based show. So like, listen, I understand we're here for your entertainment. I understand we're here for certain things, but Jersey is so intensive when it's on and during and the fans that like we needed, we kind of step back. We can't fight on Twitter too, because no. it's such an intense show as it is. And the difference is our feelings are not like, we're not playing. Like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. we're not being like, you know, we're sometimes I feel like Lisa Renna, there's the actress comes out sometimes. Right. And I love her, but like, or, or Erica Jane, like we're seriously hurt in some. <laughs> yeah. No, so it- we're like real family. So we're not, we're not writing it on Twitter because we're like really upset. Like we're not yeah. doing it for like the show of it all. You no, know the, I mean? Yeah. And like when I was watching the reunion, you there was a moment where you just said you were like, this actually just makes me really sad about Teresa and the bridesmaid thing and like all of that. Like you were yeah. just like, that just actually makes me really sad. And I felt so bad for you in that moment because you could tell that you and Joe are just like so hurt. Like that's all it was. Like you're hurt. But like. 
I also felt this was the first time you and Joe really like expressed how sad you were about everything that goes on. It or it was like not as like combat. Like you were just like, yeah, this is just really sad that this is happening. I, I think you're right. I think we just kind of threw in the towel and said like, it's sad that this is what it's come to after all these years of mm-hmm. truly, this was not fake. Like truly, I feel like I have, I finally feel free if I'm being honest with you because I truly, because I'm a big guilt person. I'm a big karma person. Like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I never want to do anything that's going to come back to me. I'm big on that. So, and so is Joe. So at the end of the day, I feel like we've done all we can do to mm-hmm. prove that we want to be part of the family, that we want to be together, that we're not being fake, that it's real. Reaching out, I mean, even just watching the girls trip the other day and watching, like it just airs and watching how I'm like, oh, we're going to go to Turks and Caicos together. Like, this is good. Like we're making memories in the way like she kind of looks at me. I'm like, you know what? I've tried. I'm done trying. How about, Girl, you know, you've like tried. And no one can ever like look at me sideways. They cannot because you guys know I've tried. Yeah. But how much do you want? Like, I also have a family and sisters and my kids and like my husband. Like, I tried not just for me and Teresa, I tried for Joe. The poor guy has no mother, no father, no family. So if you see sadness, the truth is there is a little sadness. Yeah. Not because I want to be a bridesmaid. Who the hell? Right. It's just like as a whole, it's sad. It's just a sad knock on the door for her to really draw that line in the sand. Yeah. That's really like saying, Fuck you. Yeah. And to see little Joey Gorga get so upset. I was like, I can't take this. And then Andy was even like standing up for him. And, you know, Andy gets some shit for like loving Teresa. But in the moment, he was like, we can't rehash these early seasons again. Like when she talks about the fact that we are on the show, it's like we we all even Andy, he's like, we we can't. They're here for 12 years. Like, yeah. It's time to stop and accept the fact. And it's crazy. Like, yes, at the show, at the time when the show was being casted, they were casting, right, for for family. That's what our show was. It was sister-in-laws. It was Gina Manzo. It was Jacqueline Larita. It was it was Caroline. It was, that's what the show is. That's right. why they found Kathy. That's why they found me. But, like, at the end of the day, if I wasn't Teresa's sister-in-law, and this show, The Housewives of New Jersey, was casting and they just knocked on our door like they do a million other people on their Facebooks, okay? Just like they did with Margaret's and the twins and Amber and like all these random people who have made it who have made it on this show. You think that if they came and interviewed Joe and I and we weren't sister-in-laws with Teresa, like we wouldn't have gotten on the show? I mean, of course, I mean, come on. Like, it's like, it's crazy. Sometimes we just look at her like, what are you saying? We're so confused. Like, yeah, she just wants the credit or like she's not, we don't know what it is, you know? And I, you know, it's just, it just never ends. It's like when you're a grudge holder, I feel like you only hurt yourself because there's no moving forward. And I think that's where Andy got really frustrated at the reunion. I was getting frustrated. Joe was got really sad because it's like, we're like, wow, we just can't go full circle. And we, guess what? All of us kind of were like, we don't even want to anymore. Like, we're just, let's be what we are. I could really tell that you and Jackie and Margaret, too, were just, like, throwing your hands up at the situation. And you were kind of just letting her say whatever. And just, you were like, okay. Right. Yeah. 
Because she was like, Jackie, we're never going to be friends. And Jackie's like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah. like I, what do you want me to say? Fine. No one cares. Nobody cares. I'm sorry. Nobody cares. Everyone's over it. We're just like, be what we tried. Once you try, and they didn't hear, I mean, I've been trying for 10, I'm sorry, probably I'm married for like 17 years. I've been trying for a long time. I'm just like, you know what? We're good. See you. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be lunching, dinnering, hanging, because that would be fake. Mm-hmm. If I'm being real, that would be fake. Let's let's be sister-in-laws. And I'm fine with that. And I think she is too. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm glad that you guys like, I'm glad you can like find peace in that because I felt like I've watched you for so long, try so hard. And I'm just like, it's never going to be reciprocated. <laughs> like, that's just the truth. But I give up. One of the biggest shocks of the reunion oh was God. Dolores and Jennifer. Oh my God, I know. I was like, watching it and I was like what is happening right now like what is going on they I'm really sure. I okay but this is how I feel I feel like Dolores never really liked Jennifer she just like understood her a little bit because the old school family vibes but now she's like I'm free of this like this is nope not doing this with you anymore because Jennifer I so I try to explain this to people on the podcast or on Twitter or social media whatever is they, they're always like, why does Andy always seem so annoyed with Jennifer? Why does the girl seem so annoyed? with?" And I go, because she doesn't stop talking. I saw her at the Real Houses of New Jersey panel at BravoCon. And Steve and I, who runs Faces by Bravo, were shocked by how much this woman talks. You and it's like, a word in edgewise. <laughs> no, so it's so freaking annoying. Like yeah. at the reunion, you're supposed to give and take a little, like say your piece, good, stop speaking. Let me say my piece or else you're just hearing and you want to kill yourself listening it's to the TV, right? She doesn't listen. She doesn't do her give and take. And I feel like it's almost like a defense mechanism for her. So what she'll do is she'll talk over you as you're making your point to prove her wrong. And so she just talks over you. And I think she's learned that from Teresa because when Teresa gets mad, what she does is start cursing at you to the point that everyone's like, oh, like she starts saying like, you slut, you whore, you this, you that, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. she feels cornered. So everyone's just like, whoa, we forgot we were talking about because you sound crazy. Like, so that's a defense mechanism. And it's yeah. annoying to Andy because we get nowhere when that I know. Happens. He was like, we're not doing this with the with the receipts. Like, this is a TED Talk. Like, and I try to explain it like it's because they edit it all down so much. I'm like, I know that that probably went on for so long. And they were like, Oh my God. I'll tell so, you, I'll tell you a little inside scoop with that. She kept saying to Andy, can I go get my things now? Can I go get my, and he didn't, he was like, no, like he did not want any part of whatever love these cards were. And she was like, come on, come on. Like, can I, I'll be real quick. I'll be real quick. And finally he let her grab them, but he had zero, like, I'm surprised it made it in because he just didn't want anything to do with those things, with those cards. He was like, what is going on? I don't have time for this. He seemed I've never seen him like that before. And I have like been watching this for so long. And I'm like, I, I can I always know when he's a little annoyed or like running out of patience or something like that, which is so understandable because you guys film for so long. But he was like, we're not doing it. like he had to chase after Teresa and Joe. I know. I was like, but I'm ready for the boys to come, the husband, the house husbands to come on for the third part. I'm very obsessed with Frank and Dolores. I don't understand why they don't just get together. I know. I think there's I too much water under the bridge with think. that. And I think it's going to be, wait till you see 
the third part. It's very interesting when Frank and Dolores talk about her new boyfriend. It gets <sighs> very interesting. Like, I'm mm. like, wow, I'm excited to see that dynamic. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so excited. And then one of my favorite parts since for a couple seasons now has really watched to watch the friendship between you and Jackie because I feel like immediately there was like a connection and like a friend like a real friendship there and I've just I've loved watching it I think you guys are so funny together and I mean so how has it been like watching her journey on Housewives like getting more comfortable great yeah I feel like at first she felt like she didn't know where she fit in I really liked her we have kids that are the same age I feel like at first she struggled. And I think this last season truly was her best. It truly was. Like, she was comfortable in her skin. She was not trying to prove herself to anyone. She wasn't kissing anyone's ass. And she was giving us, like, a very real story that's going on in her life that Mm -hmm. really touched a lot of people. Um, So I I thought it was her best season, if you ask me. I thought so, too. And I've always been, like, um, I call myself a jack-o'-lantern. I've always loved Jackie. Um, And just watching her journey this season was like really, really special. And I hope the rumors aren't true that she got demoted. I'm very depressed about it, actually. So there's that. And then so you were catching some heat about your relationship with Antonia. And people were saying a lot on there. And I'm like, are we forgetting that Antonia is 15 or 16 years old? And like, who was thrilled to talk to their mom when they were 15 or 16. I wasn't. No one. She doesn't even want to like say what she had for breakfast. If I'm not like they, you forget at 15 and 16. Okay. You are so secretive, right? You don't, you think not all, but most. Okay. You look, I did it. You look at your mom, like, don't ask me a question. Don't look Mm -hmm. at me. Sometimes I look at her and she's like, I'm like, (laughs) like, it's just that age where you don't want to be questioned, you know, but if my daughter did not want to talk about these things, you don't know her. She's a Leo. Like if she did not want to talk about these things on national TV, she would get up and walk right out of the room and have no problem doing it. She is tough as nails. She really is. Um, so I think she did know, like, yes, the questions are a little hard and like, but she also knows she's a smart kid. She knows that she's helping kids out there. Like she's touching places that, it's very relatable for moms and daughters. And my daughter really did suffer when she tore her AC hell, when we moved her. Like That's she a lot. Here. It was a lot for her. Honestly, it was. And she's still breaking out of it, if I'm being completely honest. Um, she's much more happy here. She loves the new school here. She loves her friends. And she kind of worked away into like having two sets of friends, which is awesome. That's yeah. why I was mad they didn't show the Sweet 16 because she's so happy there. And she has like, both schools there and she's thriving. And I, I think they should always show how it yeah. is, good or bad, you know? Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, Jersey gets cut short all the time. Yeah. It kind of stinks. And her her Sweet 16 was at like the very end. But I I don't mind getting heat for that because those are the moments that like are very real. It's yeah. like, damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. It's like, if I have real talk with a real teenager, mother, daughter, hard conversation, mm-hmm. you know how many DMs I got saying that was the most amazing. They loved it. Thank God. Oh, I, I believe that. With my daughter. Thank you for having this talk. I showed my daughter this scene. Like, so you you can't. It's like. It's, I know. It's, and especially you, Melissa, like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like, I swear to God. It's why like. Is that? It's, it's out of control. I don't know. I don't understand it. I've never understood it. I truly like I don't know what people want from you like I okay I really think there's just like 
you know, you are successful, you're beautiful, you're married, you're happily married. Like, I think that they just have nothing else to and like Matt, like they just want to find something to like rip at mm-hmm. me for. But the truth is like, I have, I have things. I went through that year with Joe where we were like at each other's throats and we didn't even mean to have an argument on camera. He just gave me an attitude and I just snapped back because I had a couple glasses of wine that yeah. night. Like, and we showed everyone like, all right, we're struggling a little through the pandemic because we were. Um, but like Joe and I truly love each other. We truly love our family. Like this show will never, the fame, the show, please, it will never come before like the main event. Do you know right. what I mean? So that's why we always survive. That's why we'll make it through because nobody cares about who's the star in the house. Nobody, we care about like, is Antonia happy? Like, are we good? Can we go on vacation? Like, are we building our new house? Are we going to be happy? Like, that's what we find moments that way. We're not worried about like the fame aspect. So I think that's why we stay on top and we pull through. You know, because we're the same in that aspect. Yeah. Like, and I, there was a couple moments during the reunion where Joe said that a couple times where he was like, I'm not talking about the show right now. I'm talking about real life. Right. Like he was trying to communicate that with Teresa. Right. And she just like, because there was one little moment where she said, you know, she brought up Kathy or something. (laughs) And you were (laughs) like, well, if we want to talk about that, do you want to talk about Jan? Do you want to talk about Kim D? Kim D, all those people. And she was like, that wasn't me. That was the show. She says that. And I was like, oh, okay. So she doesn't like, she's just, she completely separates the two. It's very. But she'll do that for herself. Right. I sat down with Louis X, right? Oh my God. Could you imagine? She said, could I look at her and say, oh, I didn't mean for her to rip Louis on camera the way my ex-bridemaid ripped me at your lunch. Right. Um, That was the show. Now tell me if that would fly. I don't think so. Okay. No. So it's like the double <laughs> standards are what has given me like no more energy for it, which is, mm-hmm. that's, I think why Joe and I are sad because we kept going this long because Joe and I forgive, we fight for it. And I don't care what anyone says. You guys can think what you want, how you want. We fight for the family and you have no idea. Okay. So, and I don't care anymore. I'm happy to say it. So where before I probably wouldn't say something like that. So I think we're sad because we don't care anymore yeah it's just sad yeah it's like it gets to a point like where you just you're tired and you're just like i can't do this like Like, whatever it's not i'm wrong you're right moving on yeah moving on and um so what are you hoping for like the next season like what do you think we can expect from like you and everybody if i'm being honest without getting in trouble from bravo um i think new faces i think a switch up on just uh, the cast, big switch up on, you know, the friendships. Um, I think you're going to obviously, you'll see Teresa's like happily ever after. Oh, think, is, um, is, is she filming the wedding? I I heard. I don't know if she does. Yeah. She, zero details yeah. about the wedding. I'm lucky I even know when the wedding is. Yeah. I think the crew told me when her wedding is. Like she hasn't yet because I need to prepare which I'm fine with. Like, I get that whole thing. And I truly am. Don't let this come off wrong. I really am happy for her and for the girls. They need their happiness too. They need to find that. And and that's a huge weight lifted off Joe's shoulders too, because at the end of the day, he'd always be the one who's going to pick them up. Do you know what I mean? My husband, no matter what. And it's like, he's, he wants this to work. He's like, good. Like we're so happy for them that they, that she found someone and the girls love them. Let everyone be happy. My biggest thing with that, it was like, when you're 
at your happiest, right? And you're like obsessed with somebody and everything's working out. You have money, you have a house, you have everything going for you. Like why the anger? That's where I was always getting confused. And I'm like, I just don't get, it should be easy, the easiest. She should be the easiest in the world to deal with right now. If mm-hmm. you ask me, because it should be cloud nine everywhere. That's, you, you know, know, I asked myself that. I think like it was after the first part of the reunion. I was like, for someone that's so happy and in love, like they're very, she's very angry. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. And I was, I'm really, really sad about the like friendship divide, I guess, maybe between her and Dolores, hearing that Dolores wasn't, didn't even know about the engagement party. That bummed me out. I think we'll see that this season. We're going to see a lot of Dolores and Jennifer and their situation. Obviously, you'll see the family getting ready, I'm sure, for the wedding and some new faces and just, you know, I feel like that's what you're going to see. If you could bring back one old housewife, who would it be to Jersey? For me, Caroline Manzo. Oh, my God. I was going to say Caroline. And you know why? She doesn't just bring herself. She brings the fam. Like, I enjoyed the boys. I enjoyed Lauren. I think... Caroline was just the epitome of like the matriarch of Jersey. You know, she was rational, but she still had like some quirky, funny mob wife things, right? Very. So I'm like, she, yeah. if I can pick someone, I pick Caroline. I always say that. I can't think of someone better. Like, can you? Who's better? No, than she's an icon. And I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed with her and her kids and Greg Bennett. And, yes, you know, like I want Greg, ba- I want that whole crew to just jump on us. Yeah, it was that was so fun. And like, I'm a big lover of Chris Larita. Like he was so chill. The way I feel about him, Melissa, is not normal. Oh, does he give Uh, you chills? He does. Not not like Evan. Oh, you like him better. Oh, my God. (laughs) Evan. I mean, when I saw him in real life at BravoCon, he was walking down the street. I grabbed Steve and I go, oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, that is a man. I was back. I'm like flustered like talking about it. Oh my god. I know. Oh so funny. But I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today. It was so good to talk to of you. Course. Of course. And obviously plug anything that you have going on. I know yeah, you have podcasts. No, just, yeah, just envy right now. I have my whole workout line. Um it's in raw stores and it's gonna be in more TJ Maxx's and things like that. So I have my workout line going on right now and it's fitness accessories. It's not workout clothing. I've already been selling workout clothing at Envy for the last five years. So it's it's fitness accessories that you can actually work out with at home because people on Instagram were like a little confused about that. And just, you know, just Envy. Everyone can head over to EnvyByMG.com. There's so much fun clothes and stuff over there. And I just look forward to watching you Instagram and tweet all day. Oh, yeah. That's literally – it's my life. This is just what I do. You're so good at it. And you have really cute dogs or dog. Thank you. Oh, my God. She's an angel. Cute. Really, really cute. Thank you so much. Well, it was so good talking to you. You too. Thanks for having me. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to my amazing interview with Melissa Gorga today. She really did not disappoint. She was spilling all the tea. And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and all of the other amazing dip podcasts. And don't forget to use code SPRING, that's S-P-R-I-N-G, for a 95% off of the dip. That's literally $3. 
So go check that out. And we have amazing community over there with community posts. You can comment, post your own thoughts, feelings, concerns, whatever you feel. And I will talk to you guys all later this week with a new episode on Friday. Bye. Big Tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org.